You are listening pre-recorded from New Jersey. Tonight on Suck My Fanfic. Yeah, I think that was good. Yeah, okay. That's good enough. Yeah. Uh, we are not recording in Manhattan today. Sorry, friends. Mm-hmm. So if the I audio... think this makes it less of a podcast. Like if if, if two people, yeah. if two douchebags are recording with microphones and it's not in New York City, is it a podcast? I don't believe so. All right. I don't no. know. We're going to have to call this something else then. Yeah. It's a schmodschmast. Schmodschmast. An audio file. That's... <laughs> uh, yes. We decided to record in Hoboken. Today, yes. So, if mm-hmm. the audio sounds different, we apologize. It's a mm-hmm. different space. There's a different air quality. Yes, different air quality, much larger, more more mm-hmm. bounce around with our voices. Absolutely. So my, it's not my cramped little studio mm-hmm. today. Oh no. No no. No, we're in Jersey. Absolutely. It's a Jersey thing. It is a Jersey thing. Your cabbage. <laughs> Your cabbage. <laughs> it's a Jersey thing. Okay. Actually, I, you know, I went to the grocery store yesterday, and I, yeah. we only have lettuce. There's no cabbage. I think uh, New Jersey took that personally and removed yeah, all references to cabbage yeah. from, from the, the state. So before Ryan gets to his stellar story today, mm-hmm. I'm going to do what every other indie podcast loves to do. Mm-hmm. And that indie is... Indie Schmodschmast. Indie Schmodschmast. And that is just talk about how great they are. Yep. Is, is that the purpose of it? Well, we have, we have to talk about how great we are and how we're afraid that other podcasts are going to steal our idea before we get big. Do people really do that? Yeah, I mean, that's just a general thing that they worry about. Oh. You know, I'm, I'm going to make it huge, but like, I hope no one takes my brilliant idea before that. Well, that's good because we already took someone else's idea. I didn't say that. It was our idea. Yeah. Just like Amy Schumer writes all of her own jokes. Yeah, okay. Oh, God. That was a bad, ex- uh, bad example. Anyways, a lot of indie podcasts read reviews. Is it, what's the, what's the, what is the purpose? Is it to show appreciation for the person that wrote it? Is that what it is? Yeah, I think it's also to encourage more reviews. Encourage, well, if you just want to hear words come out of my face, yeah. leave a review. Yeah, tell and me I'll how much it. you like the words leaving my face. Mm-hmm. But no bad reviews. Mm-hmm. None. Of course, maybe we need like one, two, or three star just so it looks legit. Yeah. Yeah. Then we've really made it. Mm-hmm. We have, like, like we have enough listeners that we have people that don't like us. Yeah. That's nice. It's like an Uber driver. It's very telling. Oh, five star. I mean, this guy's probably fine. But if they have like a 3.7, it's like, mm-hmm. wow, this person is very, um, very divisive. Man, what have you been through? Very controversial. Maybe I'll like him. Uber driver. Yeah. Yeah. I like that idea. So I will read our iTunes reviews from the fans. Fans, let's say, just say that. Well, fans are in parentheses. Our diehards. Our yeah. Diehard. yeah, writer dies. Uh-huh. The first one is from Dexor. I wonder who that is. Didn't even know I was into fan fiction. For me, it has always been too much of an endeavor to ever get into fanfic. But I've always been interested. That's why I love this show. Alex and Ryan read and humorously talk about the best fan fiction and would make it entertaining. Oh, that's very sweet. That's very sweet. Thanks, yeah. Dex. Uh, should I give this, the stars? Five. You know what? These are all five stars, people. We have the best reviews. We have the best reviews. The five stars. The five stars. No one's giving us any less. Five out of three stars. Yeah. Agree. This is the best podcast. This is the best. It's the best fan fiction, true crime podcast. Alone podcast. 
Oh, that's the title. Oh, so that's the podcast that reviewed us. Oh, very nice. Very it's an interesting, nice interesting podcast. It's friend a, of the cast, yeah. Friend of the friend of the cast. Friend of the cast. It is a uh, narrative podcast. So every episode is another part of an ongoing narrative. I like to think that's what we're doing. I'd and like we to are think just so, yeah. weaving a cacophony we, yeah, of spinning away stories. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. All of our stories exist in the same timeline. I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah. For a newer show, these guys have a natural flow, sound quality, and chemistry that even the shows that have been around for a while lack. Well spoken with interesting content. Keep it up. I will. We will keep it up. I will. Thanks Thank for you. the sound quality as I sit here with my microphone that's got like a, <laughs> a clamp on it to yeah. keep it on. Yeah. That's why we have the Patreon, because we need new materials, friends. See, always got to plug it. Always got to plug it. Shamelessly. Plug it in. Plug it in. This one plug is in, Get in. Your Fanfic On. Fanfiction On. Alex and Ryan are fantastic hosts with great personalities you will love. So far, I agree. And <laughs> anything fanfiction, if you want it, they have got it. From movies, TV, comics, and more. They cover the topics you know, but take that extra look you haven't seen. You can tell they really know their stuff, and they keep it funny, so you'll definitely be entertained. Well done. Signed, Heath, by the Going West Podcast. Oh, what a sweetheart. What a sweetie. This you, is, um, I'm nervous now. This is really uh, fluffing us up a little yeah. bit. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, you're probably expecting something phenomenal. Yeah, don't. We'll let you judge. We'll let you be the judge of that. If you like it, leave a review. Uh, if you don't, keep it to yourself. If you don't, yeah, keep it to yourself. Keep it to yourself. Don't need that negativity in my life. No, I... I don't need any criticism. I'm just here for positive things. I don't need yeah. people to correct what I'm doing. No. I'm just going to keep doing it. I'm never the problem. It's everybody else. Correct. So if you don't like it, that's your fault. Mm -hmm. It's not my fault. No. But please listen and rate. Please, yeah, please listen and rate. Uh, this one is funny, unpredictable. I really enjoyed the show. Funny, and you never know where the conversation will lead. Recommended. Recommend, recommended. I don't know where that, I don't know where this is going to go. That's, but yeah. that's it. That's, that's just the, that's the review. Perfect. Yeah. Succinct. Yeah, this last one is great podcast. These guys are really funny. The early audio work could use some work. Fair. Fair. Yeah, it's fair. Extremely it's fair. fair. Still a five star, so I'll take it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I don't, if it's not five star, I won't read it. You know, I won't even look at it. Ryan won't, but I will. It's okay. Well, I also, the only thing my internet is dedicated to is reading fan fiction. It's just. At this point, yeah. Yeah, yeah my, my, my router is. My actual router is, is worn out. Yeah. Which is not even possible no. because I download so much. So much. Fan yeah, fan it's fiction. the fanfic it's you the download fanfiction. that's yeah. too much, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Not the terabyte hard drive. Oh, the, that over, the one you're talking about over there in the corner? Yeah. That is uh, un unrelated completely. Unrelated. Yeah. It's not fanfic. Well, it, um, yeah, it is. It's fanfiction. So it's related. And it's, on, it's not germane to this, okay. to our show today. Okay. If you say, oh, all right. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. That, that makes sense to me. So those are all our, our reviews, our ratings and reviews. I guess we really have to start pushing that, don't we? Mm -hmm. Like, hey, give, give us a review, fam. You know what I mean? Hey, if you, if, you, if you want to leave a review, don't. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true, too. So I'm gonna, I'll say it this time early before we forget. Uh, please remember to review us on iTunes mm -hmm. or wherever else you listen to us, if mm -hmm. you're able to review us. Mm -hmm. We have a Twitter Tweet us. DM us. Yeah, start a Twitter controversy. Me. Subtweet me. I don't care. Well, I wouldn't know if you subtweeted me, but... Maybe we are being subtweeted. We could we be. And I, would, I wouldn't know. I'm not very good at the tweeters. That's kind of exciting. I like to think that. Yeah, we're getting subtweeted. Mm -hmm. That is exciting. People are talking about us. That's actually really... That's really nice to think about. Nice. We have a tweeter. 
we have a, a YouTube's. Mm-hmm. We don't put much more on the YouTube than we do on everything else. But there is some YouTube exclusive content. Yeah, I mean, if you if you just want to go and start like a massive comment war, you know, it, that could I happen on that. it could happen on any video. Just yeah. do it on ours. Yeah, just, just get in there them. and just say something crazy. Who cares? And then everyone will attack you, and you can just viciously defend yourself. Oh, that'd be so good. Just just do it. You know, if it's gonna happen on any video, just do it on one just of do ours. Do it on ours. Yeah, yeah. I'm totally. I we have given you permission. You, We've given you Kate Blanchett. You have to write Kate Blanchett whatever, to do whatever you like. Whatever you want. Mm-hmm. So please do that. We do have a Tumblr. Suck my fanfic. And if you like us and would like to write us a letter but don't want to mail it because we're in the 21st century, Mm -hmm. Jesus, uh, you can email us at suckmyfanfic at Mm gmail.com. So we we will take any of that. Correspond with us. Let us know what fix you want us to read. We are not legally bound to read any of them unless you contribute to our Patreon, however... But we'll we'll probably read we'll, it. We'll probably read it honestly. If it's like a hundred thousand words, that's probably a Ryan. That's probably up Ryan's alley. I'll take it on. Yeah, he'll he'll probably take I'll it shoulder on. Shoulder that load. Yeah, he'll, I'll just have like like crazy hair, and I will like my glasses will be askew, and I'll be like, dude, you gotta convert to this new religion. You don't get it. The Church of the Care Bear. Boy, this book is amazing. <laughs> yes. So yeah, I mean, if you wanna. I know the first episode we talked about you know, book clubs and stuff like that, but so far no one's really expressed any sort of an interest like that. And that's so, fine. No, that's totally just fine. But listening. if you guys do want something like that, just please know we're up to the idea. We'd love to. So just you know, express the interest. And we this limited time offer won't yeah, last forever. forever. Of course, yeah. But not express the interest, or if you want to write fanfic about us, let's get some suck my fanfic fanfic. We'll do it. Sure. You can write a fanfic about us reading something, and then we'll read it. Yeah, so I mean, then we'll be reading something about us reading something. I'm not here to put thoughts in your head, but no. whatever you want to do, let's yeah. do it. Let's do it. Let's get let's yeah. get crazy. Let's just get it, guys. So, yeah, there's our, our shameless plug. Mm-hmm. Follow us. Rate us. Review us. Smash the like button. Smash like as hard as you possibly can. Press F in the chat. Mm-hmm. Pay respects. Pay respects. And, uh, yeah. I think that's a good little opener. Sure. Nice opening reminder. You heard us brag about how much people love us. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not everybody's talking about it. Everyone's They're talking saying about we have us. the best words, the best yeah, content. The best words. Yeah. Everybody knows it. I know it. You know it. It's not. It's not a great impression, but it's it, it, Donald Trump has now like there is a Donald Trump impression that people do impressions of. Absolutely. And it's not even close yeah. to like it's, the it, real it, person. It's just like with uh, Luke, I am your father. That's not actually in the movie. Right. Neither is uh, beam me up, Scotty. No, he never says that. They the never show. say beam me up, Scotty. Yeah. So it's kind of it's kind of like that. Yeah. Everyone's just doing an impression of the impression. Yeah. Of a caricature. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. That's that was insightful. That was an insightful opening topic right there. I know. I don't know where that came from. I mean, that's, that was that was the peak of this episode. We're about congrats. to go downhill as we it's get into go this. All downhill from here. All right, friends. So Ryan has two. I have two. Let's let's get through this one, and we'll see where we're at. Maybe we'll continue. Maybe do a two-parter. It might be a two-parter. It might be a two-parter. If it's a two-parter, I will find another way to talk about how much people love us, and we'll open <laughs> we'll open the second part with that one. Absolutely. Maybe. So. What's it called? So this um, is called Yas Queen Queer Eye Comes to Hogwarts. <laughs> and um, it is a mix-up. It is, it is uh, at its core, it is a queer eye fan fiction. So it's a queer eye fan fiction. And um, so you have Netflix. 
mm-hmm. and you have not seen. And I have chilled. You have not seen the uh, the revival of Queer Eye. I've not seen a single second of any sort of Queer Eye. Okay, so the only, actually, I'm going to take that back. I saw it when the one guy helped Pete Davidson pick out new clothes oh, on YouTube. That was yeah. Tan France. Sure. It was. Um, <laughs> I know that sounds <laughs> made up. <laughs> I know that sounds sure. made up. That might be the Is least he realistic. Is he in the fan fiction too? Oh, of course. Is he an OC? No, he's a real person. And <laughs> I know it sounds like an OC. It sounds as crazy as some of the ones we read, but that's his actual name. Um, What's his name? Tan France. That's real. That that just sounds like a. Uh, that sounds like some really crazy white nationalist is like trying to like push some sort of agenda about France. And it's like, do you really want tan France to take over? Do you know that by the year 2050, there will be more Muslims in France than Christians? Really? You want a tan oh, France? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some like nationalist. Do you know that the, uh, the skin tone of France is getting more done? Put on this vest. <laughs> you have to have this sunblock. No. Tan France. Um, He's one of the, so so queer eye is it's a show where these five guys come to somebody they call them their hero and mm-hmm. they give them a full life makeover. They Are we allowed them. to use the Q word? Yeah. Are we allowed to use that? Absolutely. It's not their word. No, it's everybody's. Okay, word. Yeah, it's they're, everybody's. They're, they're five. They're five gay men, um, and then they come and they uh, they make them. It's based off an older show called Queer Eye for the it Straight Guy. Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Um, that was like the early 2000s, really groundbreaking. Yeah, so this is this is the revival. There's a very good South Park episode about Queer Eye for the Straight Guy where they all become metrosexuals and you find out that the Queer Eye for the Straight Guy people are actually crab people. <laughs> is Tan a crab person? No, no. These not guys that you know of. Not that I'm not They didn't think the original of. ones were either. That's true. Yeah, really. I was really surprised at Carson when he turned out to be a crab person. But. So in all honesty, does, does Queer Eye actually have like a really big big fan base, big following? It's it's huge. So it's it um, it's got three seasons on netflix the new season just came out wow um and it's just i mean i've seen every episode at so least you, two you or three times you actually watch queer eye i watch it so I, why it, why what you what know interest you about the i show? watched like my mom used to watch queer eye for uh, straight guy okay. as a kid and i would watch and be like okay whatever but um when this came out my sister actually showed it to me and i was like okay fine the transformations that they bring these people through are amazing. They'll take somebody who's battle with depression, or yeah. they're down on their luck, or they're estranged from their family, and they're just like you. See, I'm like I've seen that guy on the street. He's a normal guy, mm-hmm. and they just get him to open up, and they they help him take care of himself. And it's like it, it's just an experience to watch the show. They show the guy at the beginning, and then he spends a week with them, and at the end, he's a totally different person. So you're you're more about the journey, not the destination. You like the to destination see the is fabulous. Well, no, the destination can be fabulous. But for example, I used to watch, um, you know, like all those Discovery Channel shows where mm-hmm. they like redo a car or something. Yeah, exactly. And for example, I would watch them with my brother. My brother is the most impatient person in the world. Mm-hmm. So he would just be like, oh, fast forward to the end. I want to see what happens to the car. Right. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. I need to see what they do to the car. Oh, yeah. He's like, they'll tell you what they do to it. Just fast forward. I'm like, no. I want to see them do it. Yeah. So you're 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 not fast forwarding to the end to see the before and after no. hashtag transformation Tuesday. Right. You're actively involved in watching how they not only improve this person's life, but also how they transform him physically. Right. Is it always a man? Uh, they no. They no. do men. Okay. They do transgender women. They do women. They do. Uh, they, yeah. They was do, the original one like that? It was all men. It was just men. It was just, just straight guys. So this one... This they do gay men. They'll do... So that's why it's know. just Queer Eye now. Just Queer Eye. It's for everybody. Okay. Um, and it's all about like self-care. And and it is it is all about the journey because it's, you know, it's the how funny they are and they interact and everything. And it's the... It is the working on yourself mentally. Like okay. having so, confidence and, and getting out there and that so kind of stuff. So do they like... Um, do they, you know, promote 
a lot of modern self-care practices so like going to yoga taking time to meditate it's, it always it depends on whatever the, on the that person. person is so okay there's five there's five guys they each have mm-hmm. a different section that they and focus they're all, on they're all queer eyes yes okay. they all have that two that also sounds like a eyes. schoolyard insult <laughs> used to call you know what i mean like we doing queer <laughs> queer eyes it, but okay it does but now it's 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 they they've made they've, it something better they it transformed is, it into something positive. and again like I, you got I, you got to watch at least an episode because the show is so good. You watch the first episode of the first season, it'll you'll just you'll know. Well, I I like watching transformations like that. I like watching stuff. I used to love to watch Extreme Makeover Home Edition. Yeah. That okay. Was a so okay, so let's start off the five. Um, Bobby is the guy who um, he does interior design and art and architecture and all that stuff. He will completely remake the person's home, and it's incredible. And they they foot the bill. They pay every, they pay for everything. Okay. So Bobby is interior. So decorator. what if what if Bobby does something to my apartment that I don't like? That's impossible. He will oh. never do something to your apartment okay. that you don't like. What if Bobby does something I don't like? Do I tell him? Has anyone ever voiced like I don't like that? It's never been bad. But there was one guy who he got him a brand new apartment and then he immediately flipped it and sold it for a ton of money. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was He was a nice you apartment. Rat. He did him dirty. But So, um, okay, so let's say I, uh, I get on Queer Eye and they come to my apartment and I have, you know, comic books strewn about the place. They will I make have... it the comic book mecca of the okay, world. Okay, so they're not they're not coming in and turning it no, to their taste. No, they're no, taking no. your taste but making them aesthetically pleasing. That is that's that's the whole thing because they get to know the the so hero of the subject. So they're creating a space that you would enjoy, not a space that they would enjoy or think. And they're good. making and okay. usually it's for people who are like just kind of sloppy and like their mattresses yeah. on the ground, and they'll take them and just be like, "This is how an adult lives." Like, okay. look at all these nice things. Yeah. Here's where you're at. Put a typewriter on a shelf, and that's an aesthetic. Exactly. And it's also interesting. says something about you. Exactly. I only point that out because this is the first time I've ever been to Ryan's apartment, mm-hmm. and he has a typewriter on one of his shelves. Everything that you look at, and you're like, huh, probably got it from Queer Eye. I got the flourishes. You got the, you got the, he has one of those like large overhanging lanterns. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, was that a queer eye? Uh, I got it at Ikea, but I, you know, I was feeling myself. <laughs> I was in rhythm when I saw it and I bought it. I know? binged in and I went to Ikea, <laughs> so. Um, so we have Bobby who does in, in, in architecture. We have Tan France, who we talked about earlier. Tan. He's fashion. Fat, He'll okay. dress the person, um, you know, clothes and shoes. And then we have uh, Karamo. Karamo's the culture guy. So he's the guy who will, they kind of take care of like basic necessities and mm-hmm. then he's the yeah, better work, books, better movies. Working on the person okay. and kind of getting them to come to terms with any issues, like if they have problems with their family or if they're self confidence or they just lost their job, anything. Mm-hmm. He kind of just like does the rest. He kind okay. of is a glue guy. And then you have Anthony. Anthony is the chef, he teaches them how to cook. And he is like oh. the the bad boy of the group. Of he's course. like hands down, everyone agrees he's the most handsome. And he's just he'll like come in and like teach him how to like Bobby will completely remake their house. Tan will buy him amazing clothes. Karama will fix their life, and then Anthony will like teach him how to make like a souffle. Mm-hmm. But everyone's just like we still love him because he's so handsome, even though he's not really okay doing. Sometimes he does a lot if food is important to the person. Yeah, or nutrition. And then last but certainly not least, we have Jonathan Van Ness. You've probably seen him. He's the guy with the long hair and the beard. Okay. He he does their hair and skincare, and he is just this kind of over the top guy. Mm-hmm. He's like you know the, the funny guy of the group, and um, that's like where most of the humor from the show comes from. His like zany antics. Okay. So here here's a legitimate question. Yes. So it's no longer queer eye for the straight guy. 
It's Queer Eye for Everybody. Queer, well, because the original premise was... Gay guys making over sloppy straight guys yeah. because gay guys are inherently more neat and yeah. fashionable and rich. Yes. Yeah, which is not true. Okay, I was but that say, was the idea. So isn't that sort of like a... Uh, a stereotype, whether mm-hmm. it's negative or positive, that is obviously a stereotype. Yeah, I mean, people talk about that. They're like, and and how sustainable is this lifestyle? Uh, if I'm teaching you, like, yeah, you know, you here's this? all this really nice clothes. Yeah. Like, you you don't buy these kind of clothes it, it, on the reg. Yeah, and if if the people could afford the clothes, wouldn't they've been buying them to begin with? Well, a lot of them just have literally no idea what even to, okay. to get. So I mean, that's nice. And their idea is, you know, yeah. buy something that you mm-hmm. can invest in and have for a long period of time. Okay. Blah, 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 blah. But the other thing... But it's a fair like, criticism. My, no, my other question... Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I'm not purposely trying to criticize. I'm just asking questions. Sure. If it's no longer Queer Eye for the straight guy, so we're taking away from the original premise of the show, mm-hmm. why must it be a Queer Eye that is helping transform these people's lives? Yeah. Good point. Why can't it just be anybody? If it's not Queer Eye as in a gay man helping out a straight man, mm-hmm. why does it have to be a man? You know what I mean? What, you, why does it have to be gay men? Yeah, no. Like, the, uh, in the queer eye, in the Fab Five. They're called yeah. the Fab Five. Fab, yeah, henceforth okay. referred to as the Fab well, Five. Well, isn't that a little, <laughs> a little derogatory? Because it, it is kind of... It is kind of I, I see what you're saying. Like, it's, one, like, it seems regressive, I've, but it's I've also... Heard people, I've heard people be like, oh yeah, you know Mark over there? He's fabulous. And you're like, I didn't know Mark was gay. Like, you knew it. Right. <laughs> you know, so, right. the Fabulous Five. I think it's all in the... I understand it's the alliteration, and that's why... It is. It's five. catchy in itself. Yeah, for sure. But it's also... I think, I think it's in the spirit of it. Like, if I called someone, like, fabulous, and I yeah. had, like, a bad intent, yeah. that's one thing. And if they christen themselves the Fab Five because they see themselves as, like, yeah. you know, really... And they probably well are fabulous. Yeah. They freaking are. Oh. Um, I'm, just, I'm just asking, if the original premise was... Clean, rich, manicured gay men it helping is. sloppy, you know, yes. stupid straight men, mm-hmm. and we totally go away from that. Right? Why does it have to be exclusively five gay men? Because I think they just wanted to adhere to because it, it was such a popular show. Yeah. And the original show, just the fact that there was five gay guys on TV, yeah, like and that, that was popular. huge. People were cool with it. So they just had sure. to they just had to get it on there, even okay. if they had to play with some stereotypes. Okay. But yeah. um, yeah, I mean, who knows where they go with it? Yeah, I just uh, think it's yeah, really I'm positive. Definitely, I'm definitely not criticizing. I'm just yeah. uh, asking for comprehension. They're good points. Okay. They're good points that you're okay. making. Because I, I mean, even with the Fab Five thing, you mm-hmm. know, he's fabulous. You're like, I didn't know Mark was gay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you'd be ready to handle Jonathan Van Ness, but um, I recommend you look him up. He's great. All right. So now that we are, you're familiar with the Fab Five. I would say I'm as familiar as I could get in 15 minutes. Okay. Good enough for the purposes of this story. Of course. Um, and it's, uh, so we're going to get into it. The Fab Five. Let's just jump right into Jump it. right into it. So the Fab Five have been nominated. I'm uh, sorry. Rubius Hagrid, the groundskeeper of Hogwarts. Are you familiar? It's not Hagrid. It's not Hagrid um, in this story. Uh, he was actually trans. <laughs> no, it's Hagrid in this. Hagrid. Uh, but if it was Hagrid, they would still come because yeah. Hagrid they do is not discriminated be- anymore. Because Hagrid is. Uh, I'm going to read one of the tags from You're this. You're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> one of the tags from this is Hagrid is a hot mess, which is true. He is is a hot mess. And so Hagrid, uh, and this isn't me being funny or just explaining for the show. I'm legitimately asking. He is half man, half giant. Yep, correct. Yeah. His dad, I believe, is human. That's a weird pairing. Is his dad magic? I'm not sure. I should have done more research. I don't know a lot of Hagrid, Hagrid a history. Yeah, I don't okay. know. Um, in, what is it, the first or second where there's the big thing that destroys the bathroom? Is the that basilisk? No, 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 no. In the second one? No, the, I guess it'd be the first one then. 
when the uh, oh the troll that's a troll that's a troll so trolls are also massive trolls are dirty dumb monsters and giants are people too giants are giant people too mm-hmm. okay I'm just asking so Hagrid's dad I'm assuming is a wizard because he wouldn't be involved in the magical world if you know to meet a giant woman I think there is because he's got like a half brother and everything we should probably look this up off air because I think there is um, there's like a bit of a history like maybe he got kidnapped or something and then Got a little Stockholm syndrome. I really don't remember. I mean, with J.K. Rowling, she probably she'll retcon it. What? She'll retcon it. Yeah, she'll retcon it, and you know, yeah. Who knows? Who knows what she's gonna do? Dobby has a ten-inch dick. Yep. I mean, who could cares? Be. Could be. Dobby's hung. Yeah. That's okay. Not so a, that's not a belt. So. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, so okay. So Hagrid is a hot mess, and he gets nominated. So how it works in the show is that like one of your yeah. friends or family will nominate you to get this okay. makeover. Wow. How like. Yeah, when the people get you are such a nasty, yeah, sloppy they, sloth. Do they get angry at their their friends? Are they like, "Hey, thanks for I needed the queer guys." I have asked I mean? people to nominate me because I would love to have them just like read, you know, redo my apartment, give me like hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of things and all that Bro, stuff. Bro, you're about to be nominated. Preach. I'm about to fucking nominate Preach. you when we're done. Is there like a how do we do it? I don't know. Let's do I have to record up. your apartment or something? We'll look it up. If it is, we're gonna just we'll we'll, we'll trash we're, this we're place. Start, oh yeah. That typewriter is going in the closet. <laughs> oh yeah, where the queer eyes used to be. <laughs> yeah, we'll hide it. Um, okay, so they're on their way now to to Hogwarts to to perform this makeover of Hagrid. He was nominated by Ma, um, Professor McGonagall. So the Fab Five. So, so McGonagall's on Netflix. What? Like she? Oh, McGonagall she watches Netflix. watches Netflix. Yeah. Okay. She doesn't strike me as a type, but I'll, I'll, I'll go. <laughs> she seems pretty severe, but no, so everyone's got to unwind a little bit. I guess so. Throw on some flicks. I feel like I feel like the wizarding world is so to themselves they'd have their own version. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's a magical queer eye. Oh man, I hope. Maybe they are magicians, and that's how they change people. I was about to say I would say that queer eye is magical. Oh, um, of course. Okay, so the Fat Five are riding in their car. Um, and Tan is driving because he is, um, he's from the UK, and they're in the UK, so he's the only one who can drive on that side of the road. Yeah. Are they all American and Tan's the one from the UK? Yep. Or? Okay. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so Hagrid is um, a bit lonely because his girlfriend, Madame Maxine, she was the uh, headmistress. Fourth? Yeah, in the fourth movie, she was the headmistress of the all-girls school. Um, he, she has since left him. But that banging French chick. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Floor. Okay. Absolutely. Floor. Um, That's a nice name. So they're saying... Um, so they're talking about Hagrid. Everyone calls him Hagrid. Um, Hagrid is a 67-year-old man. He lives alone in a hut on the Hogwarts lawn. Good question. Yes. Is 67 old or young for a giant? Uh, I think he's got like a, a human lifespan, so he's, he's old. Okay. He's an older man. So do they typically They'll make do over older people? The first episode, they do an old guy, and it's amazing. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, old people are people too. You know, live in style the last few years. No, they're not. They're not. They're not people. If you're listening to this and you're old, I'm just kidding. You're a person. Oh my god, We're I was about people. to say elderly abuse. Man, <laughs> Hagrid is a half giant okay. who enjoys hunting in the Forbidden Forest, fostering terrifying animals, and gardening. So they're all like chipping in and being like, <laughs> and "Okay, gardening. like, okay, yeah, like I like uh, this guy's got hobbies. He seems interesting." Hagrid is recently single, but is looking to get back out there and find the future Mrs. Rubius Hagrid. And then they all start cheering because that's like what they do. Okay, that's cool. I, I know I keep asking questions. This is going to be my last one for Please. the time being. Mm-hmm. I promise. With, you know how an Extreme Makeover Home Edition, when they would like interview the kids, and there'd be like a six-year-old, and they're like, so what kind of things do you like, sweetie? Mm-hmm. And the little girl would be like, um, 
I guess I like I guess I like horses, and then they're like, "We made your room a horse stable." Yeah, like you know, there's there's one episode there's one episode where the guy's just not giving Bobby a lot, and he's like, you know, kind of like Cuba. And Bobby's like, "Well, here you go," and his whole house is like Cuba themed, and he walks in, he's like, "It's amazing, I love it." Okay, so he's like, "I don't have too much to go on this guy." But if if they give a lot, do they go overboard with it like Extreme Makeover used to, or do they like taste? I mean, it's, it's very it is, so I'm sure they taste. It, it is extremely but. tasteful. Like I cannot over state how much I think you need to watch this show because okay. I, I love it so much. I, I might fall in love with Queer Eye after this. You don't know. I, Who knows? You'd be hard pressed not to. Um, <laughs> so then this is Karamo again. He's again reading the case file on him. He was nominated by his co-worker Minerva and then Jonathan cuts and he says, ooh, what is up with all these delicious names? I want to be Minerva. He's like, oh, I want to be called Minerva. They're just having good banter. It's exactly mm-hmm. like the show. I was, was going to say, is that distasteful or is that just like the that show? That is exactly like okay. the show. And then they um, cue the awesome Fab Five intro song and it, and it lights up. So then Hagrid is sitting alone on a stone behind his hut, skinning a ferret. He looks up when a car parks in front of his hut and five homosexual men come out of it. They say, Hagrid, and then Jonathan says, oh my gosh, she's Gorge. Come here, my little baby half-giant with your ferocious beard. And then Hagrid, obviously scared, freezes like he's got his knife out like he's trying to take care of him. <laughs> he's got his umbrella. And she says, girl, when I'm through with you, you're going to say goodbye, Duck Dynasty, and hello, Joe Lando and Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. And Hagrid says, I don't know those people. <laughs> and they will go, Hagrid, and then I'll give him a big group hug. He likes hugs, and these men are all unusually good at it. He smiles. He's much too big to give any one person the kind of hug he enjoys, so he revels in the warmth and glow of the Fab Five's hug. And then John, they do talking heads, so they cut to Jonathan. Haggard is giving me so much Mole Man. I need him to give me Jungle Cat. I need Paul Bunyan, because right now, <laughs> I am getting so much Brunette Santa, and honey, I do not want those presents. Um, they see his dog. A, <laughs> what the fuck? That is Jonathan Van Ness. <laughs> They're walking. So then another thing they do is they, they invade the, the hero's house and they just like trash him. They're like, oh my God, this place is a, like a mess. Like, what are you doing? And they like kind of like, they try on his clothes and like, this is awful. So Bobby walks in, he slaps the chair. And you've seen the movies, how he's got that big armchair that he sits in? Uh, vaguely. Okay. He says, Bobby slams the chair. He says, tell me about this chair. And Harry goes, it's a chair. And then Bobby's like, it's gone. <laughs> Then they throw it out immediately. Bobby says, Hagrid's hut is not the kind of place a 67-year-old man should be living. There are dead ferrets in the corner. There's no ventilation. So it's, you know, kind of a miracle that Hagrid's still alive. Tan asks to see his closet. Hagrid says, I don't have one. They all freeze. Tan says, so where do you keep your clothes? And Hagrid says, I wear them. In my body. Tan literally faints. He just passes out. And when he comes to, he says, okay, so I guess my goal is just to get Hagrid in something besides the same moleskin he's been wearing for the past 50 years. Every man should have a good pair of jeans, a nice classic pair of black boots, and at least a second shirt. Well, I can tell you this, Tan. Ask anyone in the world what Rubius Hagrid looks like, and everyone's got a pretty clear picture. Exactly. Ask everyone what Tan looks like. Couldn't tell you. Uh, well, it's true because he's a chameleon. He's Hagrid's a style got chameleon. A hashtag look. Hagrid does have a strong brand. <laughs> Hagrid has a brand, my millennials. So then Jonathan asks, "So where is your gorgeous bathroom?" And Hagrid just points outside, and they all freeze. Tan faints again. That okay? Is that canon? Does Hagrid not have a bathroom in his house? He's got a tiny hut. <laughs> is he just one room in the middle of Hogwarts? <gasps> oh no, honey, you cannot be doing your ones and twos out in the vegetable patch. And then Hagrid shrugs and says. It's good for the soil. Camera cuts to the Fab Five in their loft, fanning each other. Tan and Jonathan are sobbing on the floor. 
John says, okay, so I think I like already know the answer to this question, but like, what does your like morning routine look like? Like, what do you do for you? And Haggard says, well, I, uh, I take a shower whenever it rains. Now I'll wait for him to continue. And then he says, that's it. And then Jonathan faints. So they're all just fainting because they can't believe that this is man that an actual thing or lives is in that... squalor. They're, no, I mean, they, they don't actually oh, faint on the show. That seems a little That's a over little the top. That's over yeah. the top. Yeah. Gay men fainting at a straight man not washing himself. Mm-hmm. That's a... Uh... Okay. Um, so then Jonathan pulls Hagrid aside and says, Okay, so Hagrid, I'm like obsessed with you and all. Like, maybe I'm about to move in here and let you be my little grand sugar daddy. But honey, you have got to take care of yourself. Like, I'm not trying to be mean, but when I look at you, I don't feel safe. And I feel like you deserve that, you know? You're like this sexy little lumberjack man living on the edge of a castle. You're like the man of my fairy tales, you know? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. And then they're walking and then oh Karama says, So Hagrid, you're the gamekeeper here. What, what does that mean to you? And then Hagrid, you know, just goes off and he, like, yells at people trying to sneak into the Forbidden Forest. And then Jonathan says, so Hagrid is literally, like, the forest guardian version of the troll who lives under the bridge. Like, you want to go into the forest guardian, the, uh, the Forbidden Forest, you got to get past Hagrid first. And then they cut to Harry, Ron, and Hermione, and they're giving a testimonial about how he's been not the same since um, his girlfriend left and how they hope that the Fab Five will fix him. Does the girlfriend leave while they're at Hogwarts? Um... I think they're together at the end. This is like post-canon, but for some reason they're all still in school. I was going to say, if we're even doing canon, this would be the 90s. Right. That's true. For Harry Potter. Okay. We're playing loose and fast with timelines. I was following this until Harry, Ron, and Hermione came out. But that's fine. Okay. Well, Malfoy's also in this, too. I bet they love him. They have to love his <laughs> they, hairstyle. They, I don't want to read it, but they do have this like really extended dialogue where they talk about hair, and they're going back and forth talking about like products and hair theory, and it's actually pretty. It's pretty good. I don't understand any of it, but whoever wrote this obviously did. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Um, Hermione also calls Draco an evil, foul, loathsome, evil little cockroach, which is just like the third movie. So then Tan go is raiding through. Haggard's things and he finds this like big old furry suit and then he asks him what it is he says it's a suit they immediately throw it away he wears the suit I think in also the fourth one mm-hmm. at, the, at the Yuletide Ball so yeah. nice callback when uh, Hermione's banging banging yeah, she's banging she's banging in that yeah. um, then Anthony who is um, has now slipped into a crop top with a bandana why? Um, because he always wears he's the he always, he's just that's Anthony um, okay he asks him if he knows how to cook anything, and Hagrid tells him, I know how to make rock cakes, which is from the books. And um, he says they're a big hit with Harry Potter, and they all try them, and all of their teeth break, and they immediately throw them out. So Hagrid is starting from ground zero. Well, it's got to be easier for the queer eyes, then. That's, yeah, that's true. They can no, build like, them up I completely. Mean, they're not... I mean, if he's got nothing to work with, then that's that's good because mm-hmm. he can just you know they've they've got the Kate got creative license. Exactly. They have absolutely no boundaries that they need to follow. Mm-hmm. You know, stay with him. So then Anthony goes out and he's he's saying, well, he can't cook at all, but he's got a vegetable patch, so that's something I can work with as a chef. So cut to Anthony work Anthony working in Haggard's vegetable patch, picking a variety of fresh tomatoes, summer squash, and leafy greens. He continues to wear the headband bandana, but his chest is bare, literally everywhere. Every single one of the female students who has gone through puberty and all the female teachers and a few guys who are pretending not to be looking have set up a spot on the lawn to watch him because Anthony is magnificent. So this is just a general question because I'm pretty ignorant to this because I really don't pay attention. Mm -hmm. 
do uh, attractive gay men often get ogled by women, or do women look at them more as something that are is uh, you know never going to happen? So they don't ogle them like that. I, I don't know. know. You're not a you're not a woman, so obviously you wouldn't know. I don't know. Uh, this don't know. is a legitimate question. I feel me. that's probably uncomfortable for the guy, for the the gay guy in that Would situation, be? to be like them just saying like, oh, you know, like what a waste. You know, you're such a waste. Oh, you, and it's you've like, never oh, you've never heard. I know, uh, I know that happens all the time. But no, like, so you've never the, heard women say all the good men are either gay or taken. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's like a that's a pretty common saying. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I feel like men because we're so stupid. Yeah. We we have to. You always have that person that's like, I could change her, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, she was a lesbian until she had this dick. Yeah, Am yeah, I yeah. right? It's yeah, like, yeah. no, nah, that's not how that works. Nah, actually, work she's way, yeah. a lesbian. Sorry, uh, and I don't. I, women aren't like that. Women aren't that. That's stupid. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where they're like, hey, he I was gay until he had this pussy. Yeah, you know yeah, I, mean? I could like, change him. Right. <laughs> like, she's not like, oh, let mm-hmm. me ride him like a Bronco, and then he'll change his mind. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean... But when it comes to, like, being ogled, like, I, it just depends. Is it the kind of person who puts themselves out there to be ogled? Yeah, Do they want to be mind, that? I'm not going to lie. I don't mind getting ogled. Sort of a compliment. Yeah. When I, uh, when I used to go to my acting competitions, mm-hmm. uh, there were definitely a lot of homosexual men there, mm-hmm. and I have been hit on multiple times. Not bragging, just saying. <laughs> and, uh, you know, initially it's like, hey, bro, uh, please back up. Uh-huh. And afterwards, you're like, ah. Oh, you know, I'm doing something right. Yeah, it's, it's like I, yeah, I got, I got hit on. That's, uh, it's kind of, it's, it's a compliment. It's a compliment. Yeah, you know, it's, you know, I'm not going out of my way hoping I get hit on by everybody. Yeah, but you know, a nice. Uh, and I'm not in a position where it's threatening to me or no, it feels uncomfortable. No, or unwanted. Yeah, yeah, unwanted. Yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely, I'm not asking to be to be, uh, you know, hit on mm-hmm. or, or spoken to. Well, I mean, you were probably, what were you wearing, like jeans and a t-shirt? You were asking for it, dude. I was, I was looking ratty, dude. I do not look good at those competitions, but I, you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. So Then um, we have uh, Karamo. He does his talking head. He says, Hagrid is a fascinating man. He's passionate about this school. He's passionate about what he does, about his hobbies, about the people here. He takes pride in his work. But Hagrid is a man who's attracted to danger. And for a man who has so much love to give, it gives me pause. Because Hagrid keeps a massive crossbow in his, <laughs> his hut. <laughs> so they're wondering like, why this guy is like, fighting you know, spiders and has a crossbow and guards the Forbidden Forest, which is like, you know, objectively a very dangerous place. Yeah, he's kind of really useful to the school. Mm-hmm. Um, Speaking so said, of the Forbidden Forest, did you know that the newest part of Harry Potter World in Orlando mm-hmm. is going to be a Forbidden Forest ride? Oh. Yeah, when you go through nice. and you see all the scary things in the Forbidden Forest. Ooh. Yeah. That sounds lovely. Especially when it's uh, bright and sunny and 97 degrees. Yeah, exactly. Very spooky. 300% humidity. <laughs> Karamo says, Hagrid just needs to be reminded of the beautiful, wonderful man beneath all that hair and moleskin. That man is a treasure. So then we'll cut around to each of the people. So now it's Tan's section. He'll take him out yeah. and get him some new clothes. So when these guys are making these people over, does it like when they say, "Oh, you're beautiful, man," like you're you're scrumptious, whatever mm-hmm. they use. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm saying scrumptious. I get what you, I get what you're getting at. They're just like building this person up. Just it's empty words. They're saying you're beautiful, Is it you're empty amazing. Or do they are they sincere? They're sincere and they help them because fi- like, at the end of every you know transformation, these people look and feel amazing. And they're and they sincere. Do they keep up with them afterwards? Like, do they text them like, "Hey, how you doing?" Hope yeah, I mean, I, I, they don't like they, the show. Kind of just like moves yeah. along at a pretty quick pace. But 
uh, I, from what I understand, they'll at least keep you know some connection. They're all busy. They'll do well, a bunch okay. of things. Okay, I, I I really get tired of the the empty. Oh, I care about you. And you know then what I mean? And just leave. for just for TV's yeah. sake. And like, they don't that's... promise like, hey, I'm here for you forever. They help yeah. them find a network like within their own lives. So okay. that works for them. Well, that's positive. I like yeah. positive. It's not like, hey, call me anytime you need me. It's like, hey, you should call like your mom or your cousin yeah, or you have your, people that are here oh, for your you. wife or your husband yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Well, that's nice. I, just, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be happy if it was just mm-hmm. an empty I'm glad you know what I was saying. Absolutely. Every every single time you watch an episode, at the very least you're probably watch it be like, oh that was nice. And okay. that's just that's just what I want in this life. Yeah. Um, so Tan says, so you're a big guy. And Howard says, yeah. And he says, and obviously you've mastered how to dress when you're working. I'm not here to change that. But you're not just Haggard the groundskeeper, are you? You're a man, and you need an appropriate wardrobe to fit that man. Okay, that's fair. And then he said, I would love to see you in a suit. Tan always tries to get guys. He always gets him a suit. Um, and he says, you've got a lot of red in your face. So what does he say that? You've got some redness in your cheeks. You're going to want to stay away from warm colors that are going to accentuate that. So cool colors like this lovely purple are your happy zone. That's where I want you to live from now on. And then Haggard says, purple is actually my favorite color. And he says, no one ever asked me something like that. <laughs> so he's really like trying to start to open up. And then um, they get him some sealskin boots and some nice denim. Because Haggard has never even heard of denim. Haggard would look banging in denim. <laughs> He looks at uh, the shoes that Haggard is currently wearing that are, quote, inexplicably wet and leaking all over the floor. (laughs) And he gives them a stylish light brown lace-up boot. It's dead comfortable, and it can pair with almost any color. And he says, I quite like that. (laughs) And And then Tan teaches Haggard how to do the French tuck. French tuck is just kind of like tucking in the front of your shirt, Mm -hmm. and it just like... It's just something he teaches everybody how to like tuck in your shirt so you don't look like a sh- like a schmuck. The tan, the French tuck. So now, if you can imagine, dear listener, Haggard wearing denim, nice lace-up boots, a nice printed shirt, rocking the French tuck. So then Jonathan is wandering the, the grounds of the castle and he runs into Snape. Which one's Jonathan? Jonathan Van Ness, the hair guy. Hair, okay. He sees Snape and he says, Yas, queen, you are giving me all kinds of Dracula's gay uncle vibes and I am just eating it up. Can I touch your hair? And he goes, absolutely not. <laughs> he touches his hair anyway. So how often do you wash this? Unhand me. And then we cut to Snape in front of a camera. He has recently received a <laughs> blowout and he does not look happy about it. His hair looks fabulous. <laughs> the fancy bearded gentleman recommended that I use a shampoo that does not contain something he calls sulfates. And then that's another joke because he's all about anti-sulfates. Anti-sulfates. Do sulfates damage hair or something? Uh, it's like the way they describe it is it gets your hair clean, but it strips literally it kills everything in your hair. So like good oils, bad oils just strips it completely clean. And it's in everything. So if you want your hair to be clean, yeah, it gets the job done, but it can also eventually damage it over time. Well, I mean, most guys just have like a buzz. You know what I mean? So Right. But you still got to keep your hair healthy, man. But if you're just getting rid of it, Why? Because it's still there. It's still hair. Okay. It needs to be healthy and strong. Right. Unless yeah, it, I mean, then they'll start falling out. Does it damage the root? Yeah. The sulfate, sulfates damage the root. It damages because the oils and everything in there is what keeps your hair healthy and strong. And if that's constantly being washed away. But at the level of the root. Yeah. Okay. Then I kind of get it. Um, so Haggard is wearing a short sleeve printed shirt, perfect French tuck paired with a pair of slim fitted denim jeans and suede trainers. <laughs> This is a funny... Um, Why is Haggard in Slim Fit? <laughs> because Slim always makes you look better. Don't try to hide your body. Um, oh. 
So then we cut to that scene I talked about earlier where um, they're having this hair discussion with Draco, Malfoy. Um, Hermione comes up and they get into an argument. She smacks Malfoy. And then Jonathan says, oh my gosh, it's my little baby warrior princess. Can I just say, Draco was super mean to you. Like, I totally called him out on it. And you were just giving me so much fierceness. You're like my hero. And Hermione says, I want you to fix my hair. Jonathan gasps, sucking much of the air from the room in an impossibly long inhale. Yes, queen! He agrees to cut her hair. I would just like to point out that Ryan <laughs> Ryan was just a geyser of yas. He threw his head back, screamed at the top of his lungs, yas. Sorry for the ear rape on that one. I tried to lean back. Is it too loud still? And every time... No, it wasn't that bad. Okay, but cool. every time he does a Jonathan impression, he's acting with his entire body. It, the exact way you would want it. Mm -hmm. So, congrats. I'm, I'm glad we have that. Okay, I'm just pr I'm priming you for when you watch the show. Not yet. I, I need to go in, uh, you know, put my toes in the water first and <laughs> <Dip it laughs> before in. I dive okay, so, straight um, in. So, Jonathan is um, giving Hermione a haircut. He says that she is gorgeous. Um, she's saying he's saying that she's he's she is seeing some dryness and that he thinks she's using the wrong shampoo and that she has thick gorgeous hair um, that she should be gentle on the scalp because a lot of shampoos out there are really drying and they don't want that to happen. You really think there aren't any gay wizards or women wizards out there that really care about their hair that made something in potions class that would just be perfect? Of course there are. So. Why is, the, why is Hermione struggling? Because Hermione is, uh, and there's even a quote here. She says, so apparently I suck at being a girl. I didn't know any of this stuff. Why does Draco Malfoy know all of this? And I don't. <laughs> That's a good line. And then Jonathan says, so you're like this super genius fierce warrior princess, and I'm pretty sure I'm obsessed, but I just want you to know that it's okay to have like a relationship with yourself. It's not vanity, it's self-care. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't mean you're stupid or you're vain or whatever if you like take a moment for yourself every day and really care a little bit about how you present yourself to the world. Okay, so wash away the over-the-top whatever. That's really good advice. It's always that's good really, advice. That's nice. It yeah. is always good advice. I, especially if... Because I thought Hermione was kind of known for not being good at being a girl, mm -hmm. quote-unquote. Well, I mean, there are plenty of girls out there like that. And yeah. I'm sure a lot of them are like that because they don't want to appear to be one of the... How they perceive, you know, probably like stupid or yes. shallow girls that they know. Just like uh, Jonathan says, vain or... Yeah, exactly. Know, and he's, he's saying you're not being vain. You're just taking care of yourself. Presenting nice. yourself okay. to the world. I'll take it. Um, and then they have a scene where Anthony is teaching um, Hagrid how to make uh, cookies. Um, he swings a tea towel over his left shoulder, which he does literally every single time he cooks. And he says, okay, so these are paleo and gluten-free, which is awesome. So there's avocado in these, which is going to give it this moist, fudgy, melt-in-your-mouth creaminess. He, teach, he, he does, like, everything with avocados. So he teaches Hagrid. Fucking millennials. Hagrid, who's a little bored, says, <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> they just cut out. <laughs> there's no more of that lesson. It just teaches them how to make the avocados. Um, so we're cutting ahead, cutting ahead. There's also this, um, this subplot where Karamo is trying to teach... Uh, Draco how to be a better man he's like so what kind of man do you see yourself being which is like he, these heart to hearts he always has with all these people um, so that's happening in the background of all of this but I'm really focused on Hagrid's transformation so Hagrid um, is cutting or Jonathan Van Ness is cutting Hagrid's hair the beard is mostly gone but Jonathan Van Ness has left a shadow and a strategic pattern designed to accentuate his bone structure and jawline Jonathan. So in the morning before you throw that ratty old moleskin coat on, I want you to just like take a moment. And I'm not going to give you a haircut that you need to like do a lot of stuff to, but 
I want you to not be afraid of a little zhuzh. Embrace the zhuzh. The zhuzh is your friend, Hagrid says. Okay. I, I couldn't be like Hagrid. I've had haircuts like that before. Where they're like, just take two minutes in the morning to put a little gel in it. And I'm like, no. <laughs> Jonathan says, oh my god, look how attractive you are. I just can't even, honey. You have such a cute little face. Like, you're making my genitals flutter right now. I just want to tie you down and feed you soup. Okay, he does Hagrid not says, say you make my genitals flutter in the show. No, he doesn't, but he does, he does say some pretty suggestive things. Okay. Um, and then Hagrid says to that, okay. So now Fine. we have... Um, our, our um, big reveal, which is where they take him back to the house, mm-hmm. they show him the new place. And throughout this, they've also been cutting to Bobby, who's just like, he's like, why are you guys talking to me? I'm remodeling this whole house. Like, he's like frantically stressed. I need to put a bathroom in this. <laughs> he has to like build, he, he, that's every episode. He's like working super hard for like three days to pretty much transform the person's house. <laughs> so Bobby's, Bobby's putting the real Bobby's work in. Bobby's my favorite. Bobby does work. Bobby does so much work. Um, so you're now, my favorite, Bobby. Uh, Bobby, if you're listening, um, I, I really appreciate everything you've done. Okay, so now we cut to Jonathan Ness knocking on Hagrid's door. His arm is linked with Hagrid's. Hagrid smiles shyly, pleased with his new look. His hair has been cut in a horrendously trendy high fade with a loose pompadour on top. He looks like a grandfather hipster giant. Right. Belongs right in Williamsburg. Walked right out of Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He has a unicycle and fucking, like, curled up. <laughs> fucking unicycle. And a, uh, One of those big old bikes. Yeah, Except big, it just looks normal because he's a giant. Big handlebar <laughs> animal, uh, mustache. Um, so then they ask, where's uh, Karamo? And Tan says, Karamo forgot he was supposed to be doing the show because he got caught up in family drama and helping that blonde little lesbian um, get over himself. Um, <laughs> they call Draco a lesbian? A blonde little lesbian. Um, <laughs> and Bobby's in the back with a special surprise. They all enter the home. It's the chick. And Hagrid gasps. Yeah, it is the chick, um, but she hasn't walked in yet. Um, they see exposed brick on the walls of the cabin. <laughs> he says, I didn't even know there was brick in these walls. And then says, oh, there wasn't. Bobby just likes exposed brick, so he added it. <laughs> Bobby takes him by the arm, guides him through. He says, so I painted these beams in the ceiling black because it opens up the room or something. And I always like to use a glass table because it makes the space look bigger, I guess. I just want this space to that functions for you. Is Bobby always so unsure of himself? No. Okay, because he's saying, I guess. like it, I, <laughs> He does kind of like throw kind of similar things in like a glass or like exposure. But he'll like kind of But if, if you're stuff. doing architectural things like that. Like, there's no guesswork. Do, no, there's no guesswork. It's not like, sometimes this looks good. It's like, yeah. no, I know this looks good. It's always fantastic. Yeah. The hot. The hut looks like a young professional Manhattanite's West Village loft. Um, there's um, nice plants, these big flowery plants furnishing every surface. Track lighting is placed strategically throughout to give the space a warm, expensive-looking glow. Rustic yet bright-colored accents are everywhere. Bobby seems to have tripled the size of the hut. I can't even believe this is the same place, Hagrid says. It cuts to Bobby. Yeah, it's not. Hagrid lived in a gopher hole before, so I just rebuilt the house completely. Cuts to Hagrid. Thank you, Bobby. Picks him up and he gives him a hug and you hear Bobby's back crack. Um, And he says, don't mention it. I have one more surprise for you, Hagrid. And what is it? And then in walks Madame Maxine. She says, bonjour, Hagrid. And he's like floored to see her. It's a good accent. And she says, is that the knowing little Potter boy wrote me? You look very handsome, Hagrid. And Hagrid says, I I did it for you. And all three of them clutch each other. All the the, the queer eye members of the the fab three are there and they they hug each other and they're trembling with desire to emote trembling with desire to emote uh-huh and then um jonathan nesk says that um madame maxine is quote adorbs so we go through this whole transformation they get back together 
Um, and then Jonathan Van Ness ends up stealing the moleskin coat and wearing it around. And, of course. Um, that's it. So Haggard has undergone his transformation. He's back with his girlfriend. He's got a banging new hut. Yeah. He's got a sweet look with a high, high, high pompadour fade um, and some nice tight denim. I got to say, yeah, yeah for, for Madden, Madame whoever. Madame Maxine. Mad, Madame Maxine. Madame Maxine. For Mad Max, eh, I don't know the inner workings of she and Haggard's relationship. Mm-hmm. But it seems a little shallow that she would cut things off just because he's not really put together well you know well unless it was a struggle for them and it was a big thing about the relationship where he wasn't doing it and he wasn't taking care of himself and it was one of those situations where he was harming himself and by virtue harming her i get that i totally get that exactly but if it was just like hey you live in a pigsty i'm leaving you that's a little that's not nice well if you if you love hagrid you love Hagrid, but you hate to see how he treats himself okay. and how he lives in that situation. Is that a common theme in Queer Eye? Yeah, because it's like, you know, I love this person, but I hate to see they could be so much better. Okay. And they're living in this I kind of squalor. That. And I yeah. want them to be better. Yeah. And I, for myself, I can't be in that situation. Exactly. She's Madame Maxine. She's yeah. French. She's bougie. Yeah. She's not going to be living in a nasty hut. No, not at all. If Hagrid no. ever wants to put a ring on that giant finger, he's got to elevate his game, which he does, thanks to the Fab Five. Well, that's nice. Mm-hmm. That was a good story. Mm-hmm. That was a very good part one. Part one. That was a good part one. What was it called? It was called Yas Queen, Queer Eye Comes to Hogwarts. Yas Queen, Queer Eye Comes to Hogwarts. That's going to be a very interesting title. <laughs> <laughs> I need to know how many A's and There's S's. There's three A's and three S's. Perfect. Very Thank you. Yep. I was very concerned <laughs> that I would not put enough or put too many. Mm. So I found the homeostatic... A's and S's for this yas. The nice equilibrium. Yes. Yes, we've done the stoichiometry yes. and we've achieved equilibrium. Perfect. I liked it. I thought it was good. Never seen Queer Eye, but it was funny. It was a funny concept. We're going to watch an episode right now. <laughs> Fuck. We'll watch an episode and then we'll do part two. Sounds good. And then I'll be an expert on Queer Eye. From this <laughs> you're going to come now. back. You're going to come back and be like, here we go. Queen. <laughs> you're my scrumptious little giant. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Uh, perfect. Uh, so you wanna? So we've been praising it. We've said a lot of things it's done well. Anything it's done incorrect? Anything, um, anything it's done wrong? It. So this is also it's. It's got a lot of like the B plot line. I wish they had in, in fully incorporated like a Karamo. He kind of goes off on his own and helps Draco. Draco. There's a plot line where he like finds his long lost son and he tries to win him back. Um, you know. It's kind of all over the place. That's why you didn't include it. That's why I, yeah, I didn't okay. include it. I just wanted to stay focused on the, the yeah, transformation. the transformation. Mm-hmm. So they, this, this author was almost focused on what would happen if the Queer Eye guys did go into that world. And yeah. they'd want more plot development than well, just... Well, they, they would probably get super distracted and go around. Oh, I mean, space. everybody would. Mm-hmm. So here's... Okay, so with Harry Potter, if a muggle finds out about the Wizarding World, they just do like a, a Men in Black, like, pink, like, yeah. you forget everything, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Or Were if they, you're watching uh, Fantastic Beasts 1, they make it rain, forget juice. Yeah. When the Queer Eye guys leave, Hagrid, does he forget? Or, like, do they forget? No, they'll never forget. Even if their minds are erased, he'll always be in their hearts. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right. That makes sense. I, I vibe <laughs> with that. <laughs> uh, so do you have any, any questions that you would, uh, would have liked to have addressed? Any criticisms? Anything like that? Um, I wanted to see more looks from Hagrid. Not just the tight denim. I think there's a lot of looks you can go with You could with definitely Hagrid. do more with that. Um, yeah. I, wanted, um, I wanted more tips on how he maintains that beard because they talk about how he accentuates yeah. his jawline. Beard oils and stuff. I want pictures. I want that. Okay. I want to know his routine. 
and they didn't they really didn't go into his skincare too much which I'm sure there's a lot to do there I'm sure there's some magical regimen he could do that's mm-hmm. far superior than anything like <laughs> they buy him like all these expensive like shea butter oils yeah. and things and then he just throws it all out and poop. well he doesn't have a wand his wand is broken remember so I if don't he, remember he, they had his wand broken because he got kicked out of Hogwarts didn't know okay well if he tried to conjure something on his face it would probably backfire and oh it would, can't it he use bad. his umbrella his umbrella has, has the wand inside of it that's, that's why it's magical I'm so confused, but okay. All right. We're going to watch Harry Potter and Queer Eye, and then we'll get back. And we'll get right back to it. <laughs> and the uh, another showing of Fiddler. Oh, man. Fiddler was so good. All right. So we're going to watch those three things. We'll come back for part two. Thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed part one. We are definitely going to be putting out a part two. And would you like to tease what part two is, Ryan? My hint, I guess, would be Queer Eye is coming. That's a pretty good hint right there. So I'm excited for part two. We'll see. I haven't read it. I don't even know what it's called. So we will see if we enjoy it together, friends. Yeah. And if we hate it, we'll bash it together. Yeah, we'll bash it. Exactly. Or we'll find constructive criticism Exactly. Yeah, we don't like to hate. We like to be at least some somewhat constructive Mm -hmm. so thank you for the listen i hope you all have a fabulous day absolutely yes yes queens yes queens slay the day slay the day and you know what for all my kings out there y'all are kings treat Mm -hmm. yourself like it take a little bit of time for yourself you know what i mean just have a little personal moment yeah sometime today yeah for you little uh what was it schmudge little zhuzh it up you gotta zhuzh it up zhuzh it up you know Mm -hmm. it's uh it's your day do what you want with it you deserve it you do deserve it it was, yeah. a, it was a long week, wasn't it? I bet it was. Yeah, yeah, you earned this. Yeah, you did earn it. Get a little zhuzh. Maybe go watch some Queer Eye, some Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Anything, you know? Take a little time for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Anything to remember, Ryan? God dang, look at that thing. <laughs>